This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending Castle compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. Here's your host, Darian Kovacs. I want to welcome you to the next episode of Marketing Jam. We have Vinod, who is the CEO and founder of Shop and Shout, and I'm really excited because we're going to get right into it. So I don't know if you saw our episode with Cision, but we're uh, gloves are off, no holding back here, Perfect. and Vinod is ready for it. All right, let's go. So why don't you tell us um, your origin story? How did you end up um, starting Shop and Shout, and, and why? Uh, yeah, sure. So I mean, I was a buyer at Best Buy for a number of years, right. and fortunate enough to. Uh, work with some brands like Fitbit and Samsung and oh. Apple on their initial product launches for what was kind of the first generation of wearable tech. Whoa, so that's uh, cool. yeah, it was uh, I was in a category called step trackers and pedometers. Okay. And uh, you know, very boring. I was yeah. a junior buyer at the okay. time and and uh, yeah, it was, you know, before before Fitbit and all these yeah. other brands came along, you clipped something to your shirt and yeah. counted some steps and yeah. called it a day and then yeah. uh, Brands like Fitbit and Apple and Samsung started coming out with this really cool technology yeah. around, uh, you know, tracking your steps and getting fitter and being more active. Wearing the Fitbit, wearing the Fitbit and do all you, of that do stuff. Do you wear one uh, now? I don't. I feel like I've worn uh, I've worn them all, so okay. now I'm kind of just taking a breather. Okay. Um, and Nike had that shoe in their shoe. Remember that? Yeah, instead of the shoe, I have the shoes. Okay, because I, I had the app yeah, when yeah. I ran, yeah, yeah. but I didn't own the shoe. Did it work? But it was it was a great app. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now uh, and then uh, and then Under Armour and Reebok. Reebok. They're all coming out. Yeah, yeah, Reebok yeah. yeah. And they're coming out with that. Um, and so, you know, working for Best Buy gave me the opportunity to, uh, to really learn from, from a really established large organization on what, you know, national campaigns look like and what's involved and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we tried a lot of different avenues. Yeah. And uh, the one that really stuck, long story short, was using influencers mm. and, and targeting the right influencers in yep. different niches. So yep. we had moms talking to the moms. We had yeah. fitness fanatics talking to everyone that wanted to be ripped and six, and, you know, yeah. full six pack. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and just the Joe Blow that just wanted mm. a little bit more steps or to you know to get a better sleep and. The cool thing that we saw happen was we were, uh, when we gave the product to them, they, they all spoke about it differently, yeah. but it resonated with their audience. Mm. So, you know, giving it to a few key stakeholders in, in targeted communities, yeah. we were able to reach the masses pretty quickly oh. and, and then market this share. Nationally? This is nationally, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, then so, uh, and then obviously we, re, you know, we, we captured a lot of market share yeah. and you know, now we know what Fitbit is today and yeah, yeah and the success continues. So wow. um, when I saw it working, um, you know, I want, there were a few hiccups or a few kind of uh, constraints that yeah. I saw, which is, you know, very time consuming, a yeah. lot of labor, yeah. a lot of legal, yeah. um, a lot of back and forth. And it yeah. was, it was really expensive, quite yeah. frankly. And luckily, uh, you know, Best Buy doesn't have a, a, that big of a problem with spending and the yeah. vendors at the same time. Um, but most businesses, 90% of them just don't have the budget to scale yeah. a campaign of that size. And that's kind of what inspired the need for mm. Shop and Shout, which is yeah. kind of an automated way to just uh, launch an influencer campaign and scale it nationally. Wow. Yeah. So how did you go from Best Buy? Did you do the whole, like, you quit your day job and went all in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I left and, yeah. and I, I took a gig as a, as a one-year uh, stint for a director of operations for a different company. Yeah. And, and kind of when I was there, kind of building the framework for mm -hmm. what I thought. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, 
Yeah. Uh, we co-founded the company and, cool. and wrote business plans yeah. and went on, you know, we went on some trips and yeah. basically, you know, Shop and Shout was kind of conceived on these yeah. trips and these these uh, walks and, yeah. and then we stitched together a business plan and, and found a developer and kind of jumped into it. And wow. Yeah, we got burned and we yeah. had some highs and we had some lows yeah. as everyone who's ever started a business will go through, yeah. but, you know, it kind of, kind of uh, made it and... Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we were lucky enough to run into a really awesome legal team and, and who, uh, you know, basically said, uh, it was really funny, I went into, his, his name is Tim, and yeah. uh, told him that I needed to do a stock split mm -hmm. or, a, or a share split. Uh, and then when he kind of looked at what we were doing mm -hmm. and, and understood a little bit more about the traction yeah. we had made, he's like, no, you don't need a stock. He's like, you need, to, you need some investors. You, yeah. need, you need to get going. Okay. And so, uh, and then long story short, here we are. Yeah, after that, it was kind of, Great. Okay, Tim's our guy. And, and Tim, and did he find other investors? And he helped us find other investors. Cool. He helped stitch together. Like we have, we're so lucky to have such an amazing board with yeah. you know Andrew Reed and Peter McLaughlin and Zane Jaffer from you know some very large companies, yeah. Mobify, Rival Technologies, yeah. and Best Buy. Um, so yeah, he was you know Tim was instrumental in surrounding ourselves with the right people and wow. kind of getting us to a level where uh, we look like a really attractive uh, investment opportunity for yeah. some angels. Wow. Yeah. Really cool. So I need to mention um, those that are in Canada and those that are in the U.S. But yeah. you know, both on Hulu and Netflix, they put out fire uh, yeah. festival documentaries. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts? You probably saw it. Yeah, I did. And and what did that do for the influencer industry? And and how has Shop and Shout responded? Yeah, I think so. The, so when it all happened, to be honest, I wasn't very involved in that in what was going on at the time. I had heard about it. Um, I heard a lot about it. Only solidifying that this industry was kind of emerging and, and up and coming. Um, and then when I saw the documentaries, you know, you pick off some, some different pieces and, and that was really interesting. I learned from the documentary that, you know, what not to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think the idea is awesome. I think the idea is super novel. They had a target group. They had, you know, this massive, you know, what could have went down as, you know, one of the biggest parties ever held. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it just didn't work out and some decisions were made that, you know, maybe weren't the best. But, uh, you know, I learned that influencer marketing is here to stay. Everyone's yeah. kind of about it. And what I also learned is there's also different verticals within this, you know, the influencer market. You know, it's kind of ballooned to a size now where now they're segmenting macro influencers yeah. from nano influencers yeah. from micro influencers and yeah. trailblazers and these all different you know segments of influencers that work within and, and kind of are under the umbrella of what is influencer marketing so if you were to list them all like start macro would yeah. be like what fire festival like the the kylie Jenner's. celebrity macro yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like and, and that's they've been around for ages yeah. michael jordan exactly Nikes, exactly right? so no, yeah the, the whole influencer marketing concept has been around forever you yeah. know jordan tiger woods uh, LeBron James, yeah. Kobe, like you, I'm thinking athletes because you know I watch no, sports, but, but that's, they're, macro. They're, that's macro. They're celebrities. But the internet has a lot enabled us, and Instagram has enabled us to find those smaller ones. Yeah, What's the next level down from macro? So macro, and then we would call it. I'd call it celebrities macro. Yeah, celebrities uh, macro, and yeah. then kind of a trailblazer, which is someone true. that's kind of up and coming, about to hit that you know. Instagram celebrity status, yeah. so under 100k. Under, I would say trailblazer around 150 100 or less. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and okay. then um, and then we've got kind of a macro, which is you know kind of from 10 to or micro. Sorry, yeah, micro. Yeah. So after Trailblazer, we've got a micro, micro, which kind of fills, which you know tends to be kind of the bulk to of ten to one fifty is kind of what a mi micro is. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got nanos, which we consider kind of under ten. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And everyone has a role. And everyone's got a role. You know, it's okay. it's the trends that you see is are are very correlated with engagement yeah. and resonance with the audience. Yeah. So you know, you put. Uh, you know, product in the hands of Kim Kardashian, yeah. it's going to get massive exposure, probably, you know, a lot of attention on it. Yeah. You know, will it resonate with her audience and will it convert? 
don't know. It depends. You yeah. know, a beauty product with her, maybe. Yeah. You know, a lifestyle health and wellness product, maybe not. Yeah. Right? Really depends. Um, but when you can give it to a handful of macro or nano or even, uh, you know, kind of trailblazers, yeah. then, you know, they start to, they're, what we find anyway is they are being followed for a specific reason, not just because you know they're good looking or yeah. uh, they've got some clout or status. They they provide value to their audience, yeah. and therefore when they speak, it resonates better. And if we do the math, like let's just say we do one oh, campaign with one campaign yeah. with one influencer, and I'm going to use macro one sure. or or even a celebrity. Let's use macro or celebrity. Sure. Yep. 100k for one. Yep. Or we could do uh, 10 maybe trailblazers yep. times 10k. Totally. Or we could do a hundred nanos times one k. Yeah. Would that be a good math? That'd be a, yeah. That, so that math works out totally. Yeah. And those hundred times one k yeah. would all have a different accent, a different look, a different feel, a different flavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally different. And and the cool thing about it is, you know, you may reach a similar amount of people. You know, one celebrity or, or macro influencer yeah. versus a handful of trailblazers yeah. or micro or yeah. a kind of a mix in between. Um, but you're only getting two pieces of content or one piece of content yeah. from that one individual versus, you know, if you target a few more, you're getting way more UGC, 100 pieces of content, pieces of content videos, that you can repurpose, possibly. videos, pictures, posts. Yeah. Uh, you start to begin to build a tribe of advocates, wow. which is really, you know, kind of the grassroots of when you're trying to build or solidify a brand, kind of what you need to start with uh, because it's efficient. It, it doesn't cost a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, and there are platforms out there, obviously, that can help. And, you know, we think we're one of them. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you're, you can you can spend a lot of money on celebrities and, mm -hmm. and macro influencers, um, and the results can be hit or miss depending yeah. on who you've got and, and you know it, is it a risk that a lot of businesses are are maybe not willing but even mm -hmm. capable of taking? Yeah, we don't think so. Yeah, yeah. and you don't want another like subway debacle on your hands, right? Like you know they went all it's, in with one yeah, guy. You put all your eggs in one basket. If that basket cracks, you're, yeah. yeah, like Jello with Bill Cosby. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So when you look at the the hundred, where, where do you guys play? Do you play in the nano field shop? Yeah. Shop, so yeah, so we play anywhere from we, we our uh, our bread and butter is really from a thousand to about fifty thousand. Okay. And that's kind of where we play and where okay. we where we find our strong suit. It's where we're able to scale campaigns and where nano we're to possibly trailblazer. Nano to trailblazer. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And then all the folks that become and, and we're speaking those that are influencers watching this and those that are brands. We're going to speak to both sides. If you're an influencer, you sign up and then you, how does it work? You pay for the product ahead of time and then yeah, you're so, reimbursed. If oh, for Shop and Show. Yeah, for yeah. Shop and Show. Yeah, yeah, so for Shop and Show, the influencer experience is, uh, is pretty simple. Influencers land on our webpage, they yeah. sign up. It's all, yeah. you know, one touch, connect your Instagram yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, and then they don't need to pay. So they can actually browse our marketplace for campaigns that brands have created. Yeah. And when they, you know, each campaign has specific uh, characteristics, specific yeah requirements that yeah. need to be met by the individual influencer. So for example, gender, age, mm -hmm. reach, interest, all of that stuff. Yeah. If they meet those requirements mm. and they're following an engagement, they can actually opt into the campaign. They don't need to pay anything. No, okay. They get the product shipped to them for free. They do. They get to experience it, put their okay. hands on it, create content with it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also guidelines around what we call the shout out. So that's the post, essentially. Which is why you're shop and shout. Shop and shout. And if they don't do the shout out, what happens? So if they don't do the shout out, so in that process of when they've opted into a campaign, yeah. we actually take a hold on their credit card. So this their, is, their credit card is in your system. Their credit so card there's is a hold. There's a hold done for the influencer's credit okay. card. Okay, which so it is, you charge it. In like a hotel. It's like holds. a hotel. Yeah, it's yes. like a hotel hold, and yeah. as soon as the content's released, then the hold is released, and oh, that's how we're so able to. Li scale. They're liable. They're liable. 
until they follow through. Until they follow through. So you provide that accountability. That's Correct. And has that ever existed before, the accountability? Unless you got a contract or you hire an agency. Or you hire an agency. Which takes, which you know they've got a 20 to 25% buffer on all of them. Correct. Right? Yeah. But what's your charge to the brand? So now speaking from brand side, yeah. why do I want to go with you versus hiring an agency that could do the same for me manually? Yeah, I think there's there's advantages to both. I think okay, it, yeah. agencies are awesome for a white glove service and they can do a lot of things that technology, you know, is could hinder. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking, you know, if you if you're looking for to scale a campaign quickly and get a lot of influencers mm -hmm. and kind of have something running yeah. while you're doing focused on larger projects maybe yeah. or other marketing initiatives, yeah. then we're a great option to kind of have running while you don't have to touch anything. So we're an autopilot kind of uh, solution okay. to uh, to running micro and and trailblazer influencer campaigns. And what's your charge? What's your rate? Like you yeah, we charge. Uh, we start at five ninety five per month. Yeah. Um, and we go right up depending on what the brand's needs are, how many influencers they want, what. Uh, yeah. We go right into you know twenty five hundred dollars a month. And okay. Up. Yeah. And how do you find influencers? Like, why do they join Shop and Show? Like, what, are you are you shouting from the rooftops? Like, join our cool tribe of our marketplace. Some, every night before I go to bed, yeah, I do yeah. a little influencer prayer, and then when I wake up in the morning, there's yeah. a few more influencers. Because yeah. you have board. a marketplace yeah. for influencers, yeah, like a Safeway or a you know yeah, Save on Foods for influencers. Save on yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, we find influencers. So we have some in-house technology. We have a really cool social listening dashboard, so okay. we can actually listen into conversations where influencers are already participating. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go in and we'll do a little bit of guerrilla and pick yeah. them up from there yeah. uh, we also have you know we do paid advertising yeah. and uh, hint hint nudge nudge we use influencers to yeah. drive our own yes. signups right like, yeah. hey I am Sally the influencer I had a great experience with shop and show yeah. you should totally also yeah. check I made I earned this much yeah right? exactly. the classic, yeah, like, exactly. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. so we use our own you know we yeah. we we, uh, we we do what we say to do okay. um, and we use influencers to drive our own messaging home mm -hmm. and the nice thing about our platform is it kind of spins off our own marketing because as influencers opt into campaigns oh, yeah. and do shout outs for brands, oh, yeah. people see it and then they eventually learn how that campaign came to be and, and where it stemmed from. So we okay. get a little bit of kickback from that yeah. as well. So a lot of our growth has been organic, luckily. Yeah, of course. Um, it's been a fun journey. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Now, as far as... Um, when you log in as an influencer, mm -hmm. what channels can you do? You guys attribute, and what channels do you engage yeah. with? Like, is it Instagram? I imagine Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, and we're just finishing up YouTube and Pinterest. Okay. Yeah. Will you ever consider LinkedIn? I know you've been asking. I know I want to do LinkedIn. Okay. It is. It is a tough one. Um, is it API? It's less API. We can figure the API stuff out. I believe that you know it's the fact that a lot of our clients are health and wellness, fashion, yeah, food yeah, and beverage, yeah. and, so and the, the bulk of those influencers live and die by Instagram. Okay. And uh, I see tremendous value for the B2B side of it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, uh, to be honest, I see a huge opportunity because it quite frankly is untapped and, yeah. it, and it wouldn't take much effort, if at all, for us to kind of dive in there. Uh, for us, it's about finding the right brands that are like, hey, we have a B2B service, you know. It's the chicken and egg exactly. for you, right? Yeah. So why make something if you don't exactly. think you can grow in that sector? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. totally. Yeah, the moment we've got a brand that's like, hey, we would love, you know, we're B2B and we yeah. think we're, we're pretty consumable, yeah. we would, you know, we would, we would love the challenge. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, growth-wise, like you're, you know, we're seeing all these pop-ups of like automated finder influencer tools. Yeah. But I feel like you're not an agency. Nope. You're not a robot that's nope. going to find influence for you by putting in certain keywords or phrases. Yeah. You're kind of in the. You're playing in the middle. We're in the middle. Yeah. yeah, we're in the middle. Where and it's cool because you know we're we're not really competing with the agencies. Um, 
because they still have a role. They still have a role. Yeah. There's so much that they do that we yeah. just don't do, and we don't, you know, we're not built to do that, and, yeah. and that's fine. They can almost partner with you. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, like, that's where we see the synergies, is agencies yeah. are great, and if you want to, you know, if you want to deal with a macro or celebrity yeah. type influencer, you probably want to deal with an agency or someone that's got a relationship with them, because yeah. it's, it's going to be difficult on a platform like Shop and Shop, but if yeah. you want to scale 100 influencers yeah. into one campaign, yeah. we're a really good option. So some of the requirements or the things that you can ask from an influencer, yeah. can you ask them now that you, you mentioned YouTube, can you ask them to post a video review on YouTube? Yeah. Can you ask them to pin some recipes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are those out yet, the YouTube and nope. Pinterest? Nope. When it, These are when, in development right now and we're looking at a launch date of probably end of March. So a month, okay. month away. Okay. March 2019. Yeah. March 2019. Uh, so on Instagram right now, you can ask them to do a video review on Instagram though, Correct. or Facebook. Yep. You can ask them to run a contest. Yep. We do that. We do a lot of contests and giveaways and that kind of stuff. Those are actually really successful campaigns typically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who, what are the brands or the types of products that do really well in Shop and Shout? Uh, we've got a, it's food and beverage does really well. Mm. We have, and, and these can be consumer packaged goods yep. or restaurants. We're actually yep. able to drive foot traffic into restaurants, yeah. which they love. We've got mm -hmm. a couple awesome clients in Vancouver and yep. abroad, um, as well as, uh, any kind of food related products. So, you know, whether it's healthy bar alternatives, yep. so, you know, naggy free, um, yep. there's a bunch of other brands out there that are looking to get exposure, yep. cricket bars, you know, this whole yep. cricket protein yep. trend that's happening. Uh, we've got a couple brands, uh, in our platform and in the pipeline that are interested in running campaigns with us. Okay. Um, we, yeah, food and beverage, health and wellness. So yeah. kind of protein alternatives, yeah. vegan protein, whey okay. proteins. Uh, that's, that's our bread and butter. And we're slowly starting to dip into more like fashion and tech as well. Yeah. So what if a brand comes to you and they've got like ridiculous requirements from the influencer or they only want influencers who are like wear brown pants and have more than like X amount of followers or, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, are you able to, do you have, do you have yeah, to kind so, of talk so, them down? So, into you know, at the end of the day, our marketplace, we like to call it a, you know, a democracy. So it's, yeah. you know, kind of whatever the brand wants yeah. is what can go out there. And they may not get anyone. They may not get anyone. So we'll, so uh, our team buying their product exactly. off the shelves. No one's going to opt into yeah. the campaign yeah. if it, they think it's, you know, if your product's worth, let's just take an example, $10 yeah. and you're looking for an influencer with 20,000 followers, yeah. I, you know, that influencer, 20,000 followers realizes they're worth more than you know, the $10 product yeah. kind of thing. And, and it's not to be insulting, it's no, just no. To, to, to manage expectations. Yeah. Um, and so when brands come to us, we try to identify, you know, based on the brand, we can yeah. identify very easily with them yeah. what their ideal influencer possibly yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and then we try to work with, you know, what is your budget in terms of how many influencers a month can you deal, can you work with? How many, you know, products can you ship? And then based on their goals for, let's call it velocity, mm -hmm. we try to come up with the ideal requirements in terms of following engagement rates, that kind of okay. stuff. Yeah. So I remember there's a, a agency in Toronto called yeah. Hashtag Paid. Yeah. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Um, on their website, they used to have it where you would plug in your social information and then it would tell you like how many followers you have yeah. and, and what you're, you know, what you could charge. Totally. They gave like an yeah. estimate of what you could charge and it yeah. was reasonable. But then I remember going back to their site and they changed it. Yeah. So it wasn't about how many followers you have. It was your engagement level. Totally. So they actually stopped saying, well, we don't care if you've got this many followers or this many followers is, are they engaged? Yep. Exactly. So do you, do, do you use a similar tool? We to use a similar out? tool. We're actually, we're, we've actually kind of got an, an algorithm that we use internally where we not only focus on following and engagement rates, yeah. but we're also going to another level where now we can actually identify people that unfortunately buy followers and well, buying engagement. And I saw an app last week that had a cat, the, the brand is a cat, and, it, and you plug in an Instagram thing and it tells you if they've had a spike yep. or a massive drop, yep. or, and, they, and it's because they either bought something 
or they did a massive campaign, but typically it's they did a massive buy. Totally. And if they did a big loss because of Instagram did a, a, did a bot filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so you use a tool like that? We ha Yeah, so it's our, our own algorithm. So when okay. an influencer sign ups, they go through, you know, kind of a, uh, a vetting gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they come out the other side and we understand their audience demographics. Yeah. We understand their engagement rates. Yeah. You know, have they ever bought or, you know, bought followers or bought yeah. engagement? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, we're able to, I think that we've got probably some of the best tech out there to vet an influencer yeah. uh, efficiently and quickly. Yeah. Uh, we looked at, you know, trying to create a standardized pricing model. Yeah. Uh, and I felt that that would have, you know, it, the, the industry is evolving so quickly oh, yeah. that, you know, we we decided we weren't going to do that. We yeah. weren't going to be the ones to, de to determine what someone is, is worth. Yeah. For. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're more like it's a democratic shopping mall made for influencers. Yeah. So in a perfect world, like you become the go-to spot for all campaigns, and then you have in influencers on all different levels. Totally. And then they can choose whether to take it or not. And but they're not getting cash out of the deal. It's all they're all bargains, Products, right? Yeah. Or you know they're yeah. getting free product yeah. and exposure and opportunity. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So so we're trying to build a community where. Uh, you know, we want to be the home where micro influencers grow. So we want to yeah, get influencers okay. from under a thousand, um, get them piece, you know, some brands to work with, some yeah. content going. Because at the end of the day, you're if like eHarmony. Yeah, for those, sure. For yeah, those yeah, nano yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. We set we set up micro influencers with their first. Are you okay with that comparison? Uh, I, you know what? Their brand is huge. Yeah, let's do it. You're yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because you're uh, setting people up on. Similar. Yeah, yeah, I think the difference between us and a dating site is the fact that we're fully automated. From yeah. for the brand side. Yeah, so you're right. more like Tinder. Almost, yeah, yeah. Except they don't need to talk to each other. Yeah. No one needs to talk. The exchange just happens through a platform. They don't need to say hi or introduce or something. Yeah. The brands can see the influencer's resume or shop. And they can and swipe through all the products as an influencer and pick the ones they want. Pick the ones they qualify and yeah. want. And then they become liable. They put their credit card in. Yeah. And then, but if they fulfill what they said they're going to do, the they holes, get paid. The hole is released. They keep the, they keep the gear. There's no deal. Go. You're not dealing with contracts and follow-up. and. Yeah. When are you gonna post that thing? What? Oh right? yeah, right? Know, oh that's, that's the biggest. Yeah, no, right? that's the biggest. It's all dealt yeah. with. It's all dealt with. Yeah. Because they take the rest. They take the so rest. So what is what? Are, and again, just throwing this out there. What if they take the photo down like a month later? Good question. That's, that's you know, it's tough to uh, it's tough to life. monitor. It's Anyone kind of can life. do that. Whether Anyone you, can do that. You had a contractor. You had an agency. Anyone or can not. do that. Yeah, exactly. We we've got kind of a, a three strike process internally. When oh. when we do find things that kind of go sideways on us, yeah. we've identified it. I think only twice last year did something you know go sideways, yeah. and we had to to compensate the but brands. Then they get flagged. They get flagged, and they yeah. don't get to use our platform again. And yeah. and that's you know that's the way that's it goes. Loss. Yeah, that's their loss. Okay. Yeah. So what are you seeing for trends for this upcoming year, like in the influencer world and in the marketing world? Instagram stories, huge okay. trend. Yeah, the engagement rate on inst Instagram stories is significantly higher going than, up. than that yeah. on, on Instagram profiles. So swiping up. So swiping up, yeah, yeah. is huge. So to yeah. get to 10K followers for brands and influencers is, is becoming uh, increasingly important. Okay, yeah. because? Because when you get to 10K, you get the swipe up feature, yeah. and that's when you can start to kind of Put, put people on targeted landing pages, yeah. you know, be a little bit more direct with your messaging, yeah. you know, maybe take them into a chat group or a survey yeah. group. And yeah. yeah, you can you can do a lot of activations through that swipe up okay. feature. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we want to help as many influencers and brands get there. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you providing like workshops or training or webinars? Is yeah, so we come out with a weekly blog. We do tips and yeah. tricks for influencers. For yeah. us, the scalability of doing the, the in-house training and stuff like Ooh. that is tough because we're, you know, yeah. we're an influencer in Toronto and an oh, influencer yeah. in Vancouver, yeah. you know, very difficult to get those times to align. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're looking on doing more webinars and, yeah. and um, kind of providing more value-added content to yeah. them. Um, but the in-house workshops is just tough to scale. Okay. And this next year, as far as B2C campaigns, what channels are going to be the most vibrant, would you say, like listing it from top to bottom? 
Instagram. Okay. Instagram in terms of social. Um, yeah. And would I you would, say IGTV stories or the specifically? Um, yeah, I would go. I would go IG stories. Yeah. IGTV and then IG channel the post okay. itself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in that order. Um, Facebook's still up there. Twitter is great yeah. for conversational. Yeah. Yeah. The the Twitter was actually the leading platform for the the wi- the widget finger. Really? Yeah. Go okay. figure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you get the product that's simple enough yeah. and you just need to get it going, yeah. uh, Twitter's, Twitter can get very viral very okay. quickly. Yeah, yeah. The downside is, is there's not really content around yeah. it, right? So from a marketing aspect, if you hit the wave, you got it, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, you don't have any content or, or much else yeah. to show for it. Yeah. yeah. And then Facebook is super strong. Uh, and then, you know, co- and then um, partnering with really strong bloggers, whether, yeah. you know, depending on their niche yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's good for your SEO. Yeah. It's it's gonna it's it's, yeah. it's great content that you can then repurpose. You can yeah. obviously pick some testimonials out of it. Yeah. Uh, so we find you know using social and and uh, using influencers, whether they're bloggers, whether mm-hmm. they're B2B experts. You know, an influencer is kind of a loose term today because yeah. an influencer is really someone that has uh, a stronghold or clout in a certain space. Yeah. and it could be even Snap, Snapchat. or Twitch. Yeah. Which again, you might not even know. Like, well, Twitch, you can know their yep. followership, but yep. Snap, it's harder to even like enter the Snap world yep. unless you're advertising in an area that doesn't get seen very much. Totally. Yeah, I think that's why Instagram came out with stories and, and channels is to because they provide the metrics. Yeah. It's a little bit more transparent than, yeah. than Snap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's a cool it's a cool evolution to be yeah. a part of a, and a cool trend to kind of try to stay on top of. Yeah. Because every day there's yeah. there's something new and and you've got to try to stay on top cool. of it and kind of take all the information you can and then, you know, put pieces together yourself and sometimes tell your own story and what you think works based on your experience. Cool. And on a personal level, what do you, you, what kind of phone are you, iOS or an Android? Oh, I'm super Android. Okay. Yeah. I'm super Google phone. I have never, I had an iPhone a long, long time ago and I never went back to it. I, uh, I think it's probably because I don't, I I need more than one button. Yeah. And so, (laughs) and so. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I get made fun of all the time for really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Everyone at work is pretty much Apple except uh, Vitas and I. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I I have no problems with Android. And what are the apps that you can't live without on a daily basis? I'm less of a phone app guy okay. and more of a work productivity okay. app guy. So, okay. um, Boomerang is okay. a, is my and, yeah. and, and anyone at work sees this, they're gonna roll their eyes. Yeah. Uh, but I use Boomerang and I and it helps me practice zero inbox. Yeah. So when I go yeah. to bed, I yeah. typically have you know next to nothing in yeah. my inbox or yeah. just what's I'm gonna take care of first thing in the morning yeah. and. And Boomerang's an app that allows you to send things later. It yeah. allows you to, you know, take things out of your inbox and yeah. put them back in when they're relevant. Yeah. And so, yeah, it helps me stay super, super organized. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, anything else on the productivity? On the app side, uh, we just adopted this app called Week Done, okay. which is uh, just kind of a, a, a company-wide app for us yeah. now. And what we, it's, it's, it's project loving, uh, project managed at a high level. Okay. So it's so it's less detailed than yeah. what most people would look at for a project management. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it allows all of us to kind of look at the company's objective, which yeah. you know, and one yeah. of our objectives is to be the you know the largest, most engaged uh, social community uh, of influencers cool. out there. And so uh, each one of our team members is responsible for different activities. Yeah. And if we hit all those activities, yeah. we should be able to achieve our goal. So this allows us to kind of see what everyone else is working on and doing, uh, and then taking a big step back and looking at how it contributes to the big picture. Cool. Okay, I need to ask, do you remember clout.com? K-L-O-U-T. 
Yeah. Do they still exist? They do. And, no. and yeah, where they are do. They? They, they're, Clout, where see, are you right now? <laughs> so Clout, I feel like what happened is, is the company's dropped off, but the algorithm that calculates Clout, Clout exists still. Really? Yeah. So, so we have a piece of technology that actually can factor in Clout. It's not a very, it's, it's, it's That's now it's so a publicly funny. known, but, uh, so I remember they did an event where if you had a certain level of Clout or not, I got my, it was at Metrotown and Metropolis yeah, 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 yeah. and it was like, they had all these brands that were involved and that was like their first physical you know, personification of totally, cloud, but yeah. other than that, I never really saw anything come down the pipe. Like it's, it reminds me of Shop and Shot a bit because they were supposed to send certain clout levels, certain totally. items, yeah, or certain perks, certain perks. You know, yeah. I think they, uh, I think they've focused a lot on getting their metrics right and oh. not just kind of getting you know getting the influencers perks. going and learning yeah. what what they want and what yeah. they don't want and yeah. and that thing. And I also think and I also know the algorithm is heavily focused on Twitter. Oh, so, you know, when, when Michelle Obama or, or yeah. you know, even Trump say yeah. something on Twitter, people listen whether yeah. they agree or not. I'm yeah. not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, that that proves to be clout on, on their mm. thing. Whereas, you know, we're, we're so focused on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and other con, LinkedIn. you know, con, LinkedIn. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I promise. I know you're waiting for it. I promise the moment I have a LinkedIn yeah. uh, API yeah, yeah, link, yeah. you're going to sign up as an influencer so and we're going to get you some, whatever B2B campaign. Well, even our clients. Yeah, yeah they're our clients. The B2B yeah, totally. They're, and yeah, they're, they're not easy people to find. No, they're yeah. not. It's yeah. you're, you're right. If you yeah. want to do a B2B product, yeah. You're looking at LinkedIn ads. You're looking at yeah. you're looking at LinkedIn as an awesome yeah. avenue, yeah. but not necessarily the influencer side. Yeah. And I and I don't you know I don't agree with it. It's yeah. just kind of the way that things have happened so far. And yeah. I think that you know there's definitely room to buck that trend and yeah. to kind of you know have a leader come out of that space yeah. and just start doing it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and as far as like books, podcasts, blogs, e-newsletters that yeah. you you really recommend, yeah. would you say that you think are awesome these days? Um. Jam Talks is pretty okay. good. Okay. That's you guys. Oh, okay. okay. I'll take Jam Talks, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, I... I, I read so much on Bloomberg and Forbes and mm. I try to stay very, very industry focused yep. and my, you know, daily and weekly readings tend to be focused around other experts in the space or yep. around the space. I read a lot of your stuff um, and kind of just get uh, an idea of the lay of the land and yep. what's happening in news cool. and I, I, I watch the news a lot and try to stay focused on current events. Yep. For reads, you know, when I get into like a book, I try yep. to step away from work mm -hmm. and I try to get into, you know, things that are... I like. I don't like fiction. I like educational things. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite books that I'm just finishing up, Bill Bryson's uh, Brief History of Nearly Everything, yes, and it's just, just he's, it's such yeah. a well-written yeah. book and easy to read and yeah. kind of you know allows you to think about mm -hmm. things in a different way. And so yeah. I really enjoy kind of reading books like that and watching cool. different documentaries yeah. about you know whether it's the food industry, which yeah. I'm super fascinated about, or uh, or just you know other business people cool. and entrepreneurs. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the whole? What happened? You know, one of the pieces that came out of the fire Festival was that everyone now has to say hashtag ad or they have to really be clear that it's an ad. Yeah. And Canada, again, with the, you know, Canadian Ads Council and other right. folks, they're really trying to make sure influencers are doing that. Totally. So should an influencer be fined if they do not disclose that it's an ad? Where does the liability sit? Yeah. Um, According to law, they should be. I don't know yeah. if I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think and it should be at the influencer's disclosure. Okay. Um, and who's policing that too? You know, the, the Canadian uh, advertising standards and agency are typically okay. the ones that are policing it, but they've got their hands full with so yeah. many other, you know, large advertising, you know, large advertisements from Best Buy, London Drugs, like all yeah. the nationals, you know, I think they're looking at them first to see how they're advertising. Yeah. Um, I think that an influencer morally should say, you know, hashtag sponsored or paid yeah. if they are being in fact paid money for it. Okay. I think if someone gives you a product and you can formulate an opinion around it and yeah. you decide to share that opinion, 
that's where I'm, you know, neither here nor there. So you, so, cause you're, they're getting something for free, like mm -hmm. a barter yeah. exchange. Would you yeah. use that term barter? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, through shop and shout. Yeah. Cause you don't pay them. Correct. No, and would you ever, are you looking at adding a payment system yes. down the road? Yeah. That's happening so this summer probably. This summer. Okay. New iterations. Yeah. So, okay. So that yeah. will be a, an And upgrade. it's going to be focused on kind of what we call like an elite influencer. So yeah. certain engagement rates, certain following. 150 plus. Uh, 75K plus. We're kind of, we're going to split the segment. Engagement. High engagement. Cause uh, this is one thing. So I went and signed up on your website yeah. and then Caroline who yeah. works in our office, also sent her on yeah. your site, but her engagement was off the chain, like almost triple my engagement. <laughs> yeah. But then, but I had more followers. Right. So there were certain things I got available to me, right. but there were certain things she got available to her. Because of her engagement. Because of her engagement, yeah. which I found so fascinating yeah, totally. about your program. Yeah, totally. So okay. we, when, we, when we onboard the brands, there's yeah. a bit of a consultation process. So what, that's, is, what do the two differences mean? Yeah, exactly. So kind of, you know, what do you, what do you want out of the campaign? What are your goals? Yeah. And, and that's when our team works with you to kind of craft that campaign. Is it, you know, are you going to be set on engagement and is that your driver or is it going to be, do you want to reach a bunch of people? Um, okay. And then, you know, reach becomes yeah. kind of the main factor. So. But your thoughts are, if it's a barter, it's up to the influencer to decide this yeah. is given like like going to an event like i remember uh people who you know got a free ticket to an event totally. who work here at jelly yeah were asked me like do i need to disclose on my you know Thing, stories that yeah. I, this was given Sponsored, to me yeah because it was you know they didn't you know they're now thinking like hey i got given a ticket to an event right so do i post that it was free yeah i don't you know i'm i don't know i think it's up to the individual i think if you're being paid you should certainly disclose that you're being paid to say something yes um but I think that if you got something for free and you want to say that you're having a good time and going for yeah. it, then then it's up to you. What I do think naturally happens is there's a certain level of clout associated with getting things for free because you're popular or yeah. have you know yeah. authority in yeah. a space. And uh, and I think a lot of it comes to do with hey, you know what? I'm popular. I'm going to say I got this for free, and that in turn for them generates potentially more more business opportunities. The momentum. The momentum. Yeah. I find that, that Mystic so four. Yeah. Um, who's from Vancouver yeah. here. She's on our platform. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, so she got, you know, kind of one of the groundbreaking kind of interesting things in media was she was one of the first bloggers, I think maybe the first blogger, to be invited to the Olympics as an accredited press person. Yeah. And, and you know, it happened in 2010 she in did Vancouver. She yeah. 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 And 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 I think that was one of the biggest game changers for bloggers and influencers when it was like, wow, there's a blogger who's, you know, at the table with CNN. Totally. And that stuff. But what I've noticed about her blog over the years is she always says, this was given to me. At the beginning of her yeah. blog, it's like, this item was given to me. You know, I was not paid to write this, but I was given this for free. Totally. She's always been really, really transparent, transparent. with yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. I think it's to yeah. your own brand. I yeah. think they're, which you know. Which is her style, Which right? is her style, yeah. yeah. And, and transparency does sell because yeah. people, you know, people believe it. Yeah, that's really good. Cool. So she's on the platform using it? Yeah. Okay, that's totally. awesome. So anything else you want to leave uh, listeners and viewers about what they should be looking for in 2019, things that they should keep an eye out for? Yeah, focus, focus on Instagram, I would say. Okay. Focus on your Instagram strategy okay. and, and how you tell your brand story okay. and who's telling your brand story. Because uh, the more and more you've got to tell your, your own brand story, yep. the less and less believable it becomes. Mm -hmm. And when you can bring advocates or have other people telling your story for you, that's when you create authentic resonance and, and advocacy for the brand. That's Would you say it's more important what others say about you than what you say about you? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. If I tell you I'm good looking, you don't believe. Well, you can see me, so you know that's a lie. But I mean, if a bunch of people tell yeah. you I'm good looking, then maybe you might believe that I'm actually good looking. This is awesome. Yeah. All right, everyone. 
this was a, a very informative. Thanks, Thanks yeah, for yeah. having me. I totally yeah. love it. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what's yeah, happening yeah, down the pipe for. as you add new features. Thanks, man. Um, like the payment system. Yeah, like that's totally. That'll be a big game changer, right? It'll be a big game changer. Because you'll yeah. now be able to provide that upgraded level of, hey, we do have some budget. Yeah. We don't just have free products. Exactly. But those of you that are on the brand side, looking to distribute product and get some product out there, some experiences out there, Shop and yeah. Shout's great for that. Yeah. And on the influencer side, if you're looking for a shopping mall of <laughs> awesomeness, yeah, uh, here's a great option. Yeah, thanks. We'd love. I mean, yeah, we'd love to have you. And, and you know, we pride ourselves on feedback. So if you ever have anything for us and you've used our platform, let us know. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.